0: Welcome to Primary Attribute, or a Castles and Crusades actual play podcast. My name is Ian. I'm the GM, and I use they them pronouns.
1: Hey, my name's Adam. I play as Vaughns. We both use he him pronouns, and Vons is a Fox folk alchemist fellow who is currently wondering exactly how much metal he can sneak under his hood and between his ears and and where to find it.
2: I'm Erin. I play Aracene. I use she or they pronouns. Aracene uses she, her pronouns. Aracene is, uh, you know, a little anxious about having to go back down into the tunnels, but, uh, probably it'll be fine. Pretty super worried about taking Jasper with them, but, you know, (laughs) seems to, you know, have some idea about getting armor, so, um, (laughs) Very excited for that.
3: I'm Kelly. I play Wealthy, the um, halfling wizard. Wealthy is super behind the idea of going and finding Cogs. If Arasim weren't going, I I'd feel a lot a lot more chipper because I have a feeling Arasim's going to want to talk to me, and I just I I can't handle that right now.
4: And I'm Wit. I play Grix, the Cobalt Illusionist slash Mechanic. And uh, we both use he, him pronouns. And uh, right now, Grix is uh, really focused. Grix is on a mission. Grix is a cobalt with a plan.
0: like to pra- praise the group for nailing the queer friend group problem of, oh no, two people wanted to date, but one of them actually didn't. And now everything's weird. <laughs> Glad we could bring that representation to the podcasting world. <laughs> <laughs> It's very good, and I'm enjoying it very much. It's accurate. (laughs) That is not meant to drag anyone's (laughs) character decisions. No,
2: it's fine. I mean, it's happened to me so many times, personally, that I've wanted to date someone who was my friend, and they have not wanted to date me, that I'm just really used to that feel at this point. (laughs) You just gotta power through. You just gotta power through. That's all there is to it. You just power through.
0: That sounds like far too healthy an approach for an RPG character to take. I appreciate the
4: idea. Have you considered necromancy? <laughs> necromancy solves everything.
1: In- Until it leads to necrophilia. You know what?
2: Ugh. <sighs> Adam, no one was suggesting that in any way. Why I did think he kind of tacitly
1: there? was. No? No. What? Well, well, We're talking about uh, dating needs and necromancy. I don't know where else that goes. I don't know. (laughs) If I have an army of
4: zombies, I might be more dateable. (laughs) Mm.
2: (laughs) You would definitely be less marriageable.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Fair, fair, fair.
0: (laughs) Uh, Aaron, would you like to please grace us with the recap?
2: Arisine went to visit Nara at the Velvet Room and didn't manage to make friends with Nara's large helper man while waiting for Nara to return from other business. Arisine did manage to ingratiate herself with Nara, at least somewhat, by telling Nara that Richard Stanton tried to get her to work with him against Nara. Nara did not seem to know anything about Cog, but she did give the closest physical description of Sane that Arisine has found. Ericene will be trying to do some double-agent shit on Richard Stanton if she can manage. Jasper tagged along with Vaughns to meet up with the rest of the gang at Ottencourt to discuss going down into the tunnels. Grix and Wealthy filled everyone in on what they learned from Cog's journal, and everyone agreed it would be good to get going on the search for Cog. After Ericene confronted Vons about trusting the much taller Jaspar seemingly more than her, Jaspar noted that the group might actually need help bringing Cog back to the surface when they found him and volunteered his tallness for the job. <laughs> there was no cliffhanger, just the promise of a fast-as-fuck shopping montage to begin the next session after Vons tried to steal flatware from Ottencore to reinforce his ode against cephalopods, and was warned that that probably wasn't a good idea and that he could probably find a helmet somehow.
0: Yeah,
1: so I
2: mean, is it really clap worthy? Like, I do this every week, (laughs) but you're doing so well. Okay,
1: someone's excited.
4: Yeah, go on an adventure.
2: Oh God, oh wit, babe. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna be great. I'm so worried for. I'm honestly worried for how Cog is how this is going to go with uh, with Grix really truly because if we don't find Cog is this just going to consume Grix forever?
4: Yep
0: <laughs> Excuse uh-huh. me while I rewrite the next couple sessions to torture <laughs> Grix <laughs> But alright so who needs stuff before you embark in your city of adventure? adventure by going out of the city
3: I did a little bit of shopping, but it wasn't very much. I mean, all I did was get some more, uh, some stuff that would be helpful while dungeoneering. Um, what did I get? Just a second. Let me find my game. I I need a case for my um, paper and parchment. I bought some vials. I bought some rope and string because I thought that would be really helpful. And then I bought a razor.
0: All right. Grix, Aerosine, anything?
2: I had fifty feet of silk rope already and I was gonna buy another fifty feet of silk rope.
3: Which combined with mine would make us give us a hundred and fifty. Which you know Flat rope. Uh-huh. Short of coming coming into a bottomless crevasse should take care of most anything we want to
0: do. Okay. Rope silk rope oh. probably been more expensive, but it's also expensive already, so yeah, go ahead. Yeah, for it.
2: I mean it was it was a little expensive, but you know. It was a little expensive, but it was also lighter, which was what Wealthy
3: was thinking about.
0: Someday we'll figure out what like... the silk is made of in this city. It's I like mean, the there's gums. bugs in this place.
2: Mycelium.
4: Oh, yeah. That's a good idea.
2: Oh, yeah. I like that.
0: Mm. Sorry, Aaron, What were you saying before that?
2: Oh, I just... I figured that Ericene would, like, have just bought the expensive rope. And now she just wants to get the, you know the matching expensive rope.
0: <laughs> Makes sense. Is it, like, colorful or something? It's just very lightweight and strong.
2: No, it's just very lightweight.
0: Yeah. And, Grix?
4: Uh, yeah, um, I wanted to replace my marbles. <laughs> and <laughs> I wanted to pick up a, uh, like, an, a good toolbox from the,
0: uh, the city supplies. Okay, so, you know, full set of tools. Yeah. Kind of one of the bigger, heavier ones.
4: Yeah, like I should set it down before going into combat.
0: Yeah. For the kobolds, they probably have made some sort of like backpack strap mechanism for it. Sure. You'll still need to put it down, but yeah. that way your arm isn't falling off, you know, yeah. ten minutes into this adventure. Yes. Cool. Alright. And last...
2: Oh? Oh, um... I sorry. I just remembered. Um, we should probably we should have a lamp.
3: I have a light as a cantrip. Although it might be a good idea to have a lamp because I might run
0: out of cantrips. Yeah, remember you only have so many slots. That said, you can cast light on like a coin or something and carry it with you. Mm-hmm. But it's never a bad idea to have backup.
2: I will also get one lamp and like three flasks of oil.
0: All right. You succeed, and last but not least, Vons. You were trying to put something on your head.
1: Yeah, Vons needs to go get some uh, some noggin coverage. <laughs> he does not like the way that last thing went down. Uh, you should eat your food. Your food should not eat you. So, gonna find up find the local. Um, what do you go to? A blacksmith, a mason. Uh, the hammer with metal <laughs> guy.
0: Black <laughs> is probably a good bet. Do armor, they have a foundry? Yes.
1: Or do they just keep like skull caps at, uh, the local office max?
0: You you can go to the market halls, which are full yeah. of stores and find someone who sells armor. That would be your best bet.
1: Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, the sensitive parts of Vaughn's heads, the the, the bits that he intends to keep, to keep guarded aren't uh, particularly big. Um... I don't think I have anything at my house, because I don't think Vons would have ever expected to be doing this.
0: Yeah, and I checked the class write-up, and I did not make you not proficient in any particular armor, so you should be uh, good. You just can't wear gloves.
1: Yeah, I think it says that uh, Vaughns is proficient in light armor, and...
0: Is... nope, it says any, and then notes that you can't wear heavy gloves.
1: Oh, any armor, okay. and Because uh, I
0: couldn't see a reason why an alchemist... Couldn't, you know, wear a breastplate. Sure. They aren't casting anything.
1: He's just not able oh, to. Oh, a
4: full metal alchemist. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that oh, was awesome. good, and also, god fucking damn it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> really? <wet. laughs> I think I did see something about how he's not supposed to be able to wear armor while doing alchemy. So, the alchemy. Yeah, that's
0: specifically the heavy gloves. Sure, sure. Got it. Got yeah, but it doesn't matter. Um, all right, so <laughs> there's a number of helmets available which you find when you go to the shop, <laughs> would you like an armet, a bassinet, a Benin, a casquatel, a chainmail coif, a leather cloth, a great helm, a normal helm, an urban helm, a pot helm, or a war hat?
1: I don't know what any of those are.
0: Fun fact, I looked them all up at one point and no longer remember. <laughs> um, I would think that for Vons, maybe a chainmail. Well,
4: that's like our protect against cephalopods, though.
0: That's true.
4: I think a Norman hat would be good, because I think that's the one with the...
0: With the spike?
4: I think that's the one with the uh, the big broad. Oh, no, I'm wrong. I'm super wrong.
1: Yeah, no idea. So he needs something right. that he can still hear through and feel all of his senses through. It's just got to protect the little mm-hmm. head part. Uh, is there a uh, an armor place in here that's designed for the fox folk in there.
2: Adam, just FYI, Aresine had the leather coif in that battle, and it was fine. Mm-hmm. Like ah. a thing landed on my head, tried to like get through it, and just sort of scrambled on the top. So she rolled well anything, too,
1: but okay. Yes,
0: yeah, it gives you it gives you AC against things against your head.
1: Okay. Yeah, and he likes to keep it light, so maybe metal isn't the way to go. That's a good point, Aracene. I mean, Aaron.
0: Okay. The leather will give you a plus one AC bonus against attacks aimed at your noggin.
1: Yeah, let's do that.
0: All right, you find one of those very easily.
3: Um, I'm standing there with him because, you know, I am, and um, I'm avoiding Aracene. So um, I think that buying a leather helm might be a good thing, too, because... Um, I really did not like having a cephalopod on my head. I had to wash my hair, and it was just nasty.
0: All right. Erisene, I think Jasper took you with him to get his stuff, so he could be like, is this something I will actually use?
2: Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, 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 absolutely.
0: But, so, great. are you with the other two? And if so, do you want to join the hat club? Uh, sure. Okay.
4: Yeah, I'll see hats.
0: Cool. So, I'm assuming you're getting I the same want... leather.
2: I want... I want Grix to have more of like a, like a conquistador helmet, <laughs> the like, the like wide brim.
4: Uh, Grix is all right. Grix, Grix is happy with what he's got on.
0: You uh, could just have a hard hat.
4: Yeah, I might want a hard hat. That's a good idea.
3: Is it the leather coif or the normal helmet? helmet. The leather coif. The leather coif, Okay.
0: And then for right now, Grix, I'm going to say that you can just grab one of those. And it will give you an equivalent bonus to Leathercloth. Okay. It's mostly designed for incidental hitting of things right. with your head. Because some people are not the size of a cobalt and have a harder time in those tunnels than you do. But yeah, all right. So while everyone's doing that, uh, Jaspar takes Erosine back to the Kolig's Child? Uh, household.
4: Sorry, the what?
2: Kolig's Cole- Child?
0: It's uh, Jaspar's last name. Oh. Sorry.
2: Yeah, no worries.
0: Um, so Arisine, you've been here before a lot. I... Um you, you and Jasper were at least in the same circles before you went to school. I got the impression you became friends in finishing school, but
2: Yeah, I mean it's it's complicated because like again, like Jasper was far older than me when I was born. So like he remembers he he was, like, a kid when I was born, and then we grew up, and I slowly aged into and out of his age range. Yeah. So, yeah, he's, he's he, like, he knew me before, it's just, we didn't realize that we were, like, friends until we went to school together.
0: Yeah. So, you head inside, um... Jaspar's parents are not immediately apparent, but that is not unusual and you're used to it.
2: Well, we have, we all have houses big enough that it doesn't really, you don't necessarily have to see people.
0: (laughs) Yeah. He does yell out something along the lines of, Mom, I'm borrowing G4's armor, as he just kind (laughs) of walks (laughs) upstairs with you.
2: Do I know who G4 is?
0: It triggers a bit of a memory because it's been a long time since it came up directly. But you remember about 50 years ago, you and Jaspar didn't really know each other very well, but you were both like biological age-wise. That was kind of right as we drove past each other. So you were both like 16-ish. And as you're making your way up to what appears to essentially be an attic, you remember that Jaspar showed this to you once when you were both very bored at a party and didn't really know each other. You probably thought he was taking you to maybe make out. And then he did the nerdiest shit ever and showed you a suit of armor instead. Yeah. (laughs) But yes, so you have seen this armor before and it is right where, in the same place. It's up in an attic. It is on a mannequin kind of setup along with a sword, a bow, and a bunch of like barding for presumably a horse, <laughs> although the thing it is hung on is a little bit shapeless. And yeah, so I think Jasper kind of looks at you and goes, this is enough, right? And the armor is enough.
2: <laughs> He's basically showing me like full, like a full suit of plate armor. Yeah?
0: Oh, it's so much better than that. <laughs> oh. <No. laughs> I'm so happy with this armor design. So <laughs> you probably help him a little bit because this does have, like, a breastplate and pauldrons that need putting on. And, yeah, he, he explains kind of as you're doing this that he's worn this before and used the sword before, but that was about, you know, three months of training 20 years ago. So <laughs> a little rusty.
2: Oh, God. Yeah. It's, like, the last time that I, like, touched any of our shit. Ugh.
0: So this is very well-maintained armor. It is pretty much all black with like a silver metal inlay and occasionally some like green painted into that same inlay and has a really elaborate picture of a valley marked on the front that kind of squinted it, gets a little Georgia O'Keeffe. Has pauldrons, has kind of, you know, the um, Roman like leather skirt armor thing huh. basically has one of those some pretty dope boots and the kind of big distinctive part about this armor and the thing that is probably vaguely confusing as Jaspar puts it on because putting on chainmail should not work this way okay chainmail does not normally fit you like tights and an undershirt or like you know one of the under Armour, sleeve shirts.
2: Huh. Ah. Huh.
0: Interesting. Yeah, it's enchanted.
2: Oh. Yeah, that's fair. I don't think ours is enchanted. I think we just figured, like, we'd get it remade, like, whenever anyone needed it or whatever, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, the enchantment's mostly just a fit thing.
2: It's cool. So he so had it I enchanted. guess you look hot or whatever.
0: So he okay. goes, but uh, yeah, check this part out. And so there's that, again, leather skirt thing. He loosens the buckle, pulls it upward. The bottom of the skirt stays at the same place. It just kind of lengthens. Goes back down. Puts it in place. This skirt ends at barely long enough to be decent if he didn't have something on underneath it.
2: Oh, so it just, like, massively protects your junk.
0: I think (laughs) it might just be enchanted to look good. It does also protect your junk. Yeah, apparently great-great-great-grandma got laid a lot.
2: Oh, God. Your great-great-great-grandma, like, must have been a fucking thought.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you've seen this armor, right? So, something of detail I should mention. The breastplate does not go all the way down to, you know, roughly the waist and hips like a breastplate really should. It goes to it's maybe top. the bottom of the ribs. Maybe. <laughs> yep. It's a crop top <laughs> armor with a mini skirt. And the boots he pulls on have heels. The heels shorten a little bit. So they're still like two inches. But yeah. Wow. Yes. It okay. is extremely fabulous. And I love it forever.
4: <laughs> wow. That's, that's a lot of armor. It, so it makes to understand
1: more about jaspar um i i'm not witness or vons isn't witnessing this personally right correct no okay but uh i'm out of my own curiosity is this a natural outfit for jaspar is is jaspar comfortable in this fashion
0: so by which i mean fashion i mean this isn't this is inherited <laughs> and it's because we're trying to montage past this a little bit sorry yeah Got very excited about the armor. Um, but no, uh
1: no blames. He looks
0: comfortable enough. Like I think Erosine, especially because you're trained, you realize pretty quickly that like he can walk around comfortably in this stuff. But he's like a little bit stiff in his movements. Mm-hmm. The chainmail on that armor is kind of a very fine not quite a mesh, but like small enough rings and fine enough that it sort of moves like that and fits very closely. So it's not impeding movement in any way. And this entire bit of all of this armor appears to be built basically specifically to be as flexible as possible. But yeah, so like he's a little bit stiff. Clearly doesn't do this every day.
1: Considering the predecessor that was wearing it, I know why he'd want to be flexible. So, um, the, the thing being, is this a, uh, is this a, aspect of his personality? Like, he's comfortable this way, but he's still identifying as a he? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Remember, episode 9 is literally titled, Gendered Clothing is for Other Fantasy Universes. Sure. <laughs> so, yeah. He's comfortable in it. And it did seem to adjust a little bit for him. So, like, it's still very flattering, but it's gone to, like...
2: It doesn't have, like, the boob, it, the boob window doesn't, like, accentuate breasts it's not lifting and
1: separating and doing all of yeah yeah yeah
0: the break the break in the chain at the collar is more of a v-neck stuff like that
1: Hmm. instead of like a plunge like a cleavage yeah or like a big
0: scoop (laughs) yeah
1: right like exactly what happens when you go into any video game change the character's clothing from what they're wearing to the female version how magically there's a hoodie for each gender even though it's the same hoodie I'm thinking of uh, Ubisoft here. I don't know if every... Yeah. Yeah,
2: Yeah, I was gonna say, like, I don't think your character creation experience is universal.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) But, yeah. Jasper does grab some other stuff from kind of a nearby rack. You've never seen an armored book carrier before? (laughs) This armor has that. (laughs) As, like part of the fucking set
2: an armored book carrier
0: think think the slightly heavier armor equivalent of caleb's book holsters in critical role
2: oh sure that's that's cool
1: i've not heard of this are these um what like thigh mounted or back mounted or underarm underarm or
0: possibly along the back somewhere where it's in reach but out of the way if you actually ever get in a you know fight
1: and this is so that they could quick draw a book
0: that's, Ar-
2: that's the idea. I'm
0: going to say, does Erisene ask him anything close to that question? No. Okay. Because yep. she
2: knows. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't care. She knows he's not a caster. Like, yeah. Or if he is a caster, she hasn't heard anything about that.
1: Yeah. So this is for just for recreational reading, then?
0: Yeah. So, all right. Since Erisene doesn't have any questions, which makes sense because she's probably heard most of the story before. Gonna say Vont can (laughs) just ask things at some point because that strikes me as Vont's style.
1: Oh yeah, other people can or no one can.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: I think we should just go meet up with everybody.
0: So you head out. Uh, He's just gonna grab the sword as far as weapons, unless you Uh and kind of standard adventuring shit.
2: Yeah, I mean he can take whatever he thinks he needs. I'm not gonna like argue with him. He doesn't need something because. Ah.
0: Yeah, um, he does take some time to basically go to his room, toss through a couple of journals, and find one that is A, empty, and B, large. Because he did say he would be your mapper, essentially.
2: Oh, that's true. He did.
1: Is a mapper like a cartographer?
0: Yes. Okay. With that, you know, grabs a shit, and you all meet back up at Um, somewhere. Where are you going?
1: Vaughn still needs to to go grab his potions.
0: You succeed at doing that.
1: (laughs) Okay, neat. Um, Von's had uh, some beaks and tentacles uh, in a stew pot doing something, doing some brewing. Uh, What did he wind up getting out of that? We uh, hadn't had a chance to investigate what cephalopod goo do. I
0: think you boiled it down, but you're still, like, waiting for it to separate, and you're distilling some of it to see what it does.
1: All right, so it's in, like, a separate tube on a shelf. Yeah,
0: it, it, I think you're probably doing your own thing, or you're letting it do its own thing for a little bit so it doesn't, you know, accidentally poison half your vials or anything.
1: Right, well, centrifuges need a lot of attention, so he's... Well, this he is hired a centrifuge. messenger rat
4: to run the centrifuge. It's a little, it's a little uh, like, a gerbil ball. <laughs>
1: Uh, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I'm more so meant to like.
2: I was thinking of it as more of like a hand crank thing that was like a you know, like you crank it a little yeah. and it like spins way more.
4: Yeah. yeah oh, it's it's a, okay. It's a it's a um it's a it's a hamster wheel. It's not a, it's not a ball. It's not a ball. It's a hamster wheel. And you just hire a messenger rat for the day to
0: yeah, yeah mm-hmm. just... book it yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah, and then the rat's smart enough to, like, farm that out to additional rats. <laughs> it's
0: just the gig economy all the way down. It's, it's real bad.
1: <laughs> Eventually, you're getting to turtles, but they don't move fast enough to turn the wheel. I more meant that you are probably
0: doing something like, oh, you know, leaving it on the simmer to distill. <laughs> but this is funnier. So if you would <laughs> like it to be a messenger at run Centrifuge, I am okay with that.
1: <laughs> That's fine. So what we're learning is this goo, it's going to take a little bit longer than the standard two days to turn into a concoction. And we're just going to wait that out, figure out what that do later.
0: Yep. <laughs> You'll continue to process it. And eventually God will decide what it does and see fit to tell you by having your processing of it finish. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. He also uh, has, Fungus samples, wispy mushrooms, and other some other kind of strange fungus. He's done a lot of so, sampling.
0: I believe most of the stuff he found early on, at least, was like all things he more or less recognized, like painkillers yeah. and stuff.
1: Uh-huh. So yeah, he's uh he's picking up the things that he's converted into a uh, one thing's a remedy, um, and he's made I don't know how many vials of that. We'll just figure that out later but i'm sure it's pretty low level since it's something he just scraped off a wall
0: yeah i mean those things basically don't count as far as against your concoctions you just make them mm. and to say like, concoctions are morphine this thing you're making is tylenol like
1: <laughs> right
0: in terms of perceived complexity i don't know how either of those are made
1: <laughs> and just about everything vaughn's winds up grabbing grabbing in this case has been uh support stuff for uh health reasons cuz damn you guys are fragile.
0: What's in your new pile of potions?
1: Oh, he's managed to concoct uh two aid potions, those are level 2, four cure light wounds. And uh the level 0, he didn't do a lot with. I think he made some mending glue cuz that's just fun. A couple purify food you have and drink. So much of it. Well, Okay. Yeah, I've got six mending glue now, because, I mean.
0: Hey, when you need it, you need it. It's like duct tape. Cool.
1: Right? That's me one of those. Right? Uh, in, in fact, um, I'll go ahead and spend a little bit extra, because I did not use up all of my slots on my level zeros. And uh-huh. uh, I'll totally make a couple mending glues for Grix.
0: Yes. Sounds good. All right, that so evens out ex- my
1: copper usage anyway. <laughs> oh good.
0: <laughs> so that's your potions, I believe.
2: Oh before we left Jasper's house, mm-hmm. I want to raid like any loaves of bread, things of cheese, like crackers,
0: <laughs> fried
2: <laughs> fruit, nuts.
0: Basically, rations. That'll travel.
2: Yeah, basically, like, I want to get as much rations as possible. Can I, like, roll to see how much I get?
0: Sure, yeah. Let's say you're doing it ration per person, but you're getting things that this house might not keep a lot of. Just because you all are rich enough, you can afford fresh food.
2: Well, see, I was thinking, like, being in a rich people house, like, we might buy in bulk.
0: That's fair. It's that you also definitely have more like bread, bread than most people do. Uh
1: And considering how frequently things are on lockdown, is it common for people to keep things like emergency kits and MREs and that sort of thing?
0: Not necessarily MREs, but you know, keep your oatmeal stocked.
1: Yeah. Um, All right. Roll
0: three d six.
2: That is eight total.
0: All right. Between kind of what you can find and what you can package in any remotely effective way to travel you find about eight rations worth of stuff and that's like eight days worth of food because the way the ration system works so okay awesome eight person days so yeah yes it's a lot it's probably most of your jasper's bags
2: (laughs) i'm gonna make jasper uh carry all of it it's pretty much all of jasper's I mean, he doesn't have really any other shit he needs to take. Yeah. Okay. Whereas I have, like, rope and other... I have, like, other stuff
0: that I had for a while. I'm gonna say, he has some basics, but he's not carrying nearly as much kind of miscellaneous equipment as you are. Are any of you carrying water?
4: Uh...
3: I I have both a canteen and a water
4: bag. I do. Yes, I have a canteen.
1: So I think Vaughn's plan is actually that he's got uh, a couple of these potions of um, purify food and drink. Yeah, he's got four of those. So if that becomes necessary, he finds a water source. Okay.
2: I'll just steal like a I, I think I'm gonna steal like a like a wine flask from Jasper's
0: place. Yeah, there's definitely enough alcohol in couturema you can find. <laughs> a large metal-sided flask with no issue. But okay. So, basically, Vons' plan is bleach tablets and everyone else has a water bottle. Got it.
4: <laughs> uh-huh. Also, we're not going that far. Like, we're in no. the
0: same city. Yeah, it's just a very... We the just maintenance don't tunnels know. get uncomfortable the further
2: we don't down you go. know what we're doing right now.
1: And Vons yeah. has a couple, like, empty flasks and stuff, but he's already carrying so much liquid weight.
0: <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> okay. So, you all meet back up. Grix, you're the leader of this expedition, and know where people are going? Yep. What's your first target, waypoint, whatever?
4: Uh, So, we're going to meet up close to an entrance to the, uh, the tunnels, where we're looking for the most recent spots that Card visited.
0: Okay. So, when you looked those up, they were spread around. Let's see. Because you found like three big power distribution units, right?
4: Yes, that sounds right.
0: Yeah. And you determined that the when you were looking at the measurements, the one near Nara's little distillery operation mm-hmm. was one of the only ones with a conduit that was like closer to its expected power output compared to everything else. Mm-hmm. That's also probably where Cog went most recently. But if you want to check out the other ones, we can do that too.
4: Um yeah, probably probably there. Were there more areas that we didn't get to explore right in that immediate area? I, I can't remember the layout.
0: Yeah, so there's a couple of things in that area. The big obvious one is that based on the that actual power like junction thing, uh-huh. there was a conduit that ran to the north and ran past where you crossed that hallway at a different point that you don't know where it went, and there's also the enormous kind of large conduit cable that runs deeper into the mountain that you did not pursue or explore.
4: Okay. Probably the conduit cable would have more to do with the power readings, right?
0: Yeah. Probably.
4: Yeah. That seems like the most obvious direction to head to me. How do others feel? Nah! Ah, This seems like the most (laughs) obvious direction to me. How do do, do the rest of y'all feel? (laughs) <laughs>
1: it's a well, good question.
4: I
3: may work for the city, but I don't know anything about it, so I'm deferring to Grit. So if Grit says that's the way to go, that's the way to go.
2: Yeah, that sounds fine to me. I mean, like, I, I, I don't know anything for this. Like, I don't, I don't know anything.
1: Vaughn's is still feeling a bit, uh, a bit manic from. Whatever that episode was that caused him to get all like ultra preppy, and by preppy I mean prepper—just
0: <laughs> <laughs> polo <of> shirts and <laughs> fucking
2: Vons and
1: a popped collar. Whew. Uh, that'll be the next pin I design. Yeah, he's uh, he's he's still like dealing a little bit of with a little bit of that manic energy. I think. And uh, still wearing that off. So he's uh, probably seeing whatever direction Grix is going and running in front for no good reason.
0: Oh, okay. sure. And yeah, I mean, Jasper's not going to fucking object. <laughs> he's along for the ride. standing in the back. Oh, that is one other thing he grabs. He'll probably grab a couple of like long straps and blankets and stuff. Something you could improvise a cobalt backpack or stretcher out of. Oh, sure. Hey, that's presumptuous. That, but that isn't an actual stretcher, because that would be heavy and awkward. Well, I mean, the whole reason you brought him is we might need to carry Cog out of there, and three out of four of us can't do that, and the last oh, one I probably needs was, her hands free. <laughs> that's
4: that's fair and accurate. I, I thought that it was presumptuous that I was going to be hurt.
0: So Jasper would not have thought of that.
4: <laughs> Jasper grabs an extra blanket. No, it's fine. All right. Onward. Yeah.
0: So onward. Um, you know, you've been this way before. You know two ways that are very easy to get there. Uh, one of them is winding down through some tunnels, which you did with Green and Alara back in the day. You also now know that there is a freight elevator that you can take down to right next to Nara's operation down there.
4: Is the freight elevator part of Nara's operation? I can't remember.
0: No, like- it's city.
4: It's city, okay.
0: Or it's public and they're right. using it, but it is not only for them.
4: Right. I, I like an elevator. All right. yeah,
2: right. We're all Elevators... business, so, like, why not?
1: Elevators feel like traps. Are there stairs? Yes. Stairs, ramps, ladders.
2: But it okay. took us, like, an hour more to go down that way.
1: Oh right, right. The the windy way. There's not just like stairs next to the elevator. No. Or like going around the elevator for some goddamn reason, like on Big Bang.
0: <laughs> also no. When
1: that's you think about long it, long it long that's long. really awkward design.
0: That's oh, the that apartments that
1: I grew up in, yeah. or I like, grew up in, I lived in.
0: That's mm.
1: actually a
2: pretty efficient way to do it if you're like if you want to
1: save space. I guess, but it. It, it insists that people run into each other a lot. Yeah, you, you got that column, stuff. I suppose. And I'm not sure that it meets fire code anymore. am i It's probably fine. I'm sure it's fine.
0: <laughs> dear what city, the
2: fuck are you, weird, OSHA.
0: Going to say, dear city fire code person who is probably listening to us, honestly at this point, uh, let us know. <laughs> Letters at primaryattribute.com.
1: <laughs> Letters at primaryattribute.com. So yeah, uh, if if there's a way up that's obvious and adjacent to the elevator, or rather a way down that's obvious and adjacent to the elevator, then uh, Vaughns would probably rather take that. But looking around, does no, Vaughn see it the reasonable? elevator? No,
2: we're taking the elevator.
1: All right, well Vaughn's is going to have his like fur up the whole time. Doesn't like feeling the. Uh... I-, I don't think he likes being moved by machines.
0: Hmm. <laughs> that's, that's fair.
1: Fair.
4: We crab Vons into back.
0: Yeah, so well, don't as go we're going down, back, back as we're going down,
2: Arasene <laughs> is gonna turn to Vons and be like, "So you don't like being moved by machines? How do you feel about living on a city being moved by magical machines through the air?" i mean,
1: probably not great about it, you know. It's 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 not it's not it's not the best, but. Uh, You you don't feel the city so much, right? You feel the elevator. It's all janky. And there's like the machines and the chains and it's whirring. And it's like making all of these little scree noises. And uh, that's just really uncomfortable.
2: That's how you know it's working.
4: Hey, you don't want to oil it up too much because then then you won't be able to hear when things go bad.
1: Or unless they go too, too bad. What do you mean bad? (laughs)
2: Nothing. We don't mean anything. Ericene's just like doing like the like whatever like the crank motion is.
0: Oh yeah, I mean.
2: Staring (laughs) at Vons. Okay.
1: (laughs) And people are just knowing scratch marks appearing to grow from (laughs) beneath Vons's nails. On his feet, which all four of which are on the ground at this point. Just mm. all on the floor of the elevator, just clawing into the floored surface.
0: All right. So some of you turn the cranks on the elevator and it goes down. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And you make it to your floor. Hooray. Which is based on the standard city numbering. It is level six. Um, just for your edification. Uh-huh. So yeah, you uh, pop out, or you you know pull the door open. But I think I actually established there's like no OSHA compliance. I'm not sure there's an actual door from the elevator <laughs> shaft. You undo the chain that is hanging across it. In a nominal nod at maybe we shouldn't let people just walk into the elevator shaft. The it's <laughs> not there. Push through the bead curtain. <laughs> <laughs> sure, there's a bead curtain there, and it wasn't there last time. <laughs> you were there.
1: So <laughs> Nor was the lava lamp in the far left corner. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the the bad part is that it's actual lava. <laughs> <laughs> the rock heats so up. We're on around level it. six. You are. You're at the end of a long hallway. There's paths to your left and right, and but you know, down the hallway in front of you. As, as you walk down the hallway, on your right is going to be Nara's thing, and if you take a right there, you'll get to the point where you stopped because you heard Nara, but um, if you go north further and loop around, you can also try to go back through those little twisty caverns that you went through last time.
2: Um, I think we should just go straight to the power junction past Nara's place. I mean, she knows we know where it is now, Yeah, but yeah. there is the fact that there was the that like magical trap that they were trying to like put I'll in that that entryway, but as long as we don't go in the door, like I don't,
4: yeah. yeah, like
2: I don't see any reason why we can't just walk past the door. Like, and I want to
4: stay out of their area unless unless we think that Cog is in there. Okay,
2: yeah, and like I think I think I said this to the group, but like yeah. when I asked Nara if she knew anything about Cog, she said she didn't and I think I think I believed like I think it was like a straightforward like No what?
4: <laughs> okay. <laughs> I
2: <don't know.
1: laughs> Trustworthy
0: I think you technically have to make an assumption to do this, but it's also a very easy assumption. So yes, you walk past the door that you saw Nara at last time and quickly find yourself at uh T-intersection, the left side, left direction, there is a mostly now removed and cleared pile of rubble, at least enough for people to squeeze by. And to your right, you down the hallway a little bit, you see the power junction.
2: Did we tell... Did we, like, send a rat to Green, telling her that we were coming down here?
4: No. Nope.
2: Did Grix send a note to his supervisor telling her that we are coming down here?
4: I thought I told Purity. did not... Maybe I just imagined doing that. And then you know, I think you
0: loud. were thinking you were gonna go there. And then we skipped over it. Last time? But, was,
2: but, but like, what about <clears throat> Grix's, like... Hang tight. But what about Grix's, um, <laughs> like, maintenance supervisor? The lady who left him in charge, shouldn't she know? That was River. Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh,
1: so it sounds like what we're discovering is that nobody knows we're down here.
2: Yeah, that's that's sort of what I was about to get at.
1: That's not yeah. good. <laughs> that
0: said, Oops. I do remember Wit saying that he, at least at some point, that wanted to go see Purity. Yes. At least nominally.
4: Yes, I did. And you want also to do
0: that. You also are one of the only people who has enough unaccounted time <laughs> that you can do that. So
4: I quickly go and tell Purity, or
1: just we, uh, <laughs>
0: we uh, yeah,
1: catch them retcon we, we, chips.
0: We we do smash a quick life. do a quick record <laughs> scratch, no <laughs> smash cut. Yeah, um, yeah, you're at the Department of Investigations, Grix <laughs> and presumably wealthy. <laughs> you kind of go past the very crowded lobby full of people looking at the job board and go down one of the many, many spokes of long hallways full of offices and find Purity's office. Mm-hmm. The door is slightly ajar, but not like open, open.
4: Okay, I uh, knock.
0: Oh, uh, come in.
4: I uh, go in. And I say, uh, hey boss. So, uh, I think I got some ideas of where, uh, where Cog might be and, uh, what? getting, uh, getting the crew back together to to go down and find out.
0: I think I missed several steps. What? <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, shit. That's right. That wasn't you. <laughs> Sorry, this is wit and squirrely. Um, yeah, so, uh, so, you know, my my other boss, uh, Cog, uh, he's, he's, uh, he's gone missing. Oh, that's uh I, I kind bad. of figured you would know being in, uh in the, the government and all, but, uh, <laughs> sorry, making that assumption.
0: I, I um, mean,
4: you... he's in the government,
3: she's in the government, she's not omniscient.
0: Yeah, well, when there's dozens of us too, not everything goes to my desk, but I'm happy to help. Um, I cannot...
4: Yeah, 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 no, uh, so, uh, anyway, we're, we're gonna go down there and see what we can find. Um, okay. just thought that we should, uh, you know, run it, uh, run it up someone.
0: Well, okay, so. Apparently your boss is missing. Yeah. And you need to find them. Yeah. And you're going. Into the tunnels. Can you be any more specific than that? There's a lot of yeah, tunnels.
4: Yeah, 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 yeah. I, uh, I spread out the, the charts. Alright. And, uh, I circle. Um, first we're going. Well, the, the, so the. Sorry, I can't do Greg's voice with this. No worries. Uh, I figure we start with the area around the the junction in Nara's mm-hmm. operation, and then after that, I, if possible, I wanted to try to extrapolate, like, see if there's a spot where he would go next.
0: Yeah. Okay.
4: But anyway, that's what I share with
0: Purity. Okay. Um, yeah, Purity goes over to, you know, these various pieces of paper are in files. In what looks like is about 75% of a file cabinet. None of which is quite complete enough to actually put it together. So it's basically a bunch of bins on the ground right now. Because purity has no luck with file cabinets. Oh. <laughs> this will make sense to the people who bins listened. Thank you, all two of you. <laughs> uh,
1: Are there two now?
0: Um, <laughs> we can only hope. Ah. But yeah, so grab some paper, copies down kind of what you're saying, all the sections, and uh-huh. I think also take some time to note down the rather complex number-letter combination that indicates exactly what like part of the giant city grid this is. Yeah. <laughs> so that if sure. she ever has to go pull blueprints, she can actually find them. <laughs> sure. Um, but should I expect you back or something?
4: Uh, yeah, yeah, sometime. Uh, probably... <laughs> I right, probably call it two days at the most.
3: Send someone for after us in two days.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I can do that. Um. See, <laughs> so you're writing a note that basically says, "In two days, if no Greeks, expand missing person count to uh, how <laughs> many people are going with you?" Now, uh, uh, five,
4: six. Hang on.
0: Five, five oh. of us. All me. right, She writes a six.
1: <laughs> how many fingers does Grix <laughs> have six? on each hand? I'm trying to picture this. Wait, how many of us are
4: there? There's.
0: Well, you're, she's expanding the missing person count. Oh, two, got it. Six kind of, yes, from two one. six,
4: not by <laughs> six. Got it. Got it.
0: Yeah. Um. Okay. Is there anything I can do to help you?
4: Uh, I don't think so.
0: Okay. All right. For... <sighs> um. Okay. I guess. If you, if
4: yeah, you no, no, that was that was weird. There was this weird noise in the wall.
2: Might uh, be cool if there were like maps or something. Just a thought. But honestly, I don't know if Grix would ask for that. His wisdom is very low.
4: Yeah. Uh, also, pulling maps would take forever from the city files. Yeah. And this was a flashback of me just going to a journey.
1: That's sure. Fair. Although at this point, Grix does know that we're bringing a cartographer with us. That's to make our own maps, right? So that may be worth something to the city. I don't know.
4: Yeah. Well, we can discuss that then when we get back.
1: Yeah.
0: But yeah, so um, I think purity, you know, asks you some more questions just about you know, okay, you know, it's Cog that's missing. Last people that saw him, where you think he might be going, where you're going, and basically says that she will start a like missing persons investigation file, Got and it. or make sure that whoever has this, is updated.
4: that uh, Roger, thanks.
0: But, uh, good luck, I guess.
4: And, and star wipe.
0: Yep, star wipe. Or circle wipe, or whatever. And you're back in the elevator. And you've just exited the bead curtain. Uh-huh. And wandered your way around, and yeah, you're, um, you're entering the room with the power junction. Yes. Wisdom checks for
1: everybody. Always wisdom. Don't you know we're dumb? Well, I'm we're, intelligent, not dumb. But we're
2: not fucking dumb saying that.
1: You all are very
0: smart. <laughs> okay, I'm what, also
3: pretty we're wise. just not very
2: worldly.
0: I was gonna say seventy-five percent of you don't have the best situational awareness of all. <laughs> 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 and then there's Aerosine, just trying to keep all these Is
1: Is sheep the word for that, that daft? <laughs> what what do you call a lack of wisdom? Is that daft? Derpy? No, Derpy's lack of intelligence. Dump stat. Innocence. Naive? No. Uh, I got an 11.
0: Okay.
3: I got an 18 total. Well, I'm sorry.
1: With my modifier, that would be 14.
0: Okay. 18th ericene.
1: Just checking to make sure I don't have a negative wisdom modifier here.
4: I also got a 14.
0: 14 and...
4: Not highly.
1: 13.
0: Okay. Aerosene notices this person yeah. who is a little bit off to the side as you walk in, which is why all of you don't immediately. Actually, you see this person kind of sticking out around the corner of the machine a little bit. You just see kind of some movement and then tune in on it and realize it's someone's shoulder basically poking outside of the edge of the machine. Presumably you walk in such a way that you can now actually see this person unless you decide you want to assassinate them from here or throw marbles at them or.
2: Um, I'm gonna hold up a hand to everyone else and just like put my finger to my lips and I'm gonna move silently over and see if I can see
1: what's going on over there. Uh, I'm gonna sniff them. Can, can Vaughn smell anything?
0: They are far too far away for you to do that in any meaningful fashion. Ah, <laughs> oh. this person's at least like 10 yards away,
1: if not ten more. 10 yards.
0: Okay.
2: Do I need to do a check yeah, to move uh, silently?
0: Okay. Yes, please. Dexterity.
2: Oh, roll to 15 plus two because I'm moving silently, and plus one for my dex, plus three for my level. That's 21, and that's a highlighted stat.
0: I'm like, I'm like a cold breeze. Do you get that plus two from being a half-elf? I
2: get that plus tr- two from my class.
0: Oh. it's where that gives you the ability and a plus two. Whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> Someday I'll remember all of the things I read instead of about 60% of them. But cool. Yeah, 21. Uh, you have no problem. Kind of, you know, you take a wide arc, so you mostly stay out of this guy's field of view, and you move completely silently, so he has no reason to look up. And you recognize good old Theopolis, who has a clipboard, (laughs) and is looking at some gauges and writing things down.
2: I'm like... Oh god, this guy again. I'm like, oh, hi!
0: Oh. Um, hi. Didn't hear you come in.
2: Oh, yeah, um, I'm real quiet. Um... (laughs) Have you seen a kobold and then have I ever met Cog?
0: No, I don't think so.
2: No, I haven't. I'm like my friend Grix, who you know, um, can tell you all about him. Um, we're looking for him because he got he's disappeared. And then I'll like call back and be like, Grix, it's yeah. Theopolis.
4: Oh, uh yeah, hi. <laughs> uh, yeah, looking, looking for my Insight boss. Insight
2: check!
0: On who? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Whatever the fuck vibe is going on here now. Because I know Griggs did not give me a straight answer.
0: That he... is true, yeah. Uh, I guess roll your <laughs> <the> list.
4: <laughs> is that a charisma to bluff?
0: Um, If you are trying to bluff, I think we would just set it as... Due to the way challenge levels work, it's usually like your hit die. But um, actually, why don't you also roll a charisma check, and we'll see if we can. Um...
2: Can I use my charisma?
0: Eh, not for this.
2: Not for this. Okay, that's fine.
0: But uh, yeah, oh, fine. You want
4: to do it off
2: of my, my...
4: No, no.
0: Great. Just roll a charisma check, and basically, if you succeed, I'll give you a slight bonus on. Okay.
4: I got a twelve. I also got a twelve. Actually.
0: Total for both of you.
4: Yes. Yep. Although, Charisma is a highlight, Stephanie.
0: Oh, yeah, well, it's not for Erosine, if I remember right, and that means that, nope, Erosine, that that was some weird-ass vibes, but you don't know what was going am on like, with them.
2: Am I like, this is some weird-ass vibes again?
0: Pretty much, yeah. They seem much weirder on Grix's end.
4: <laughs> anyway, so, uh, so my boss is... Uh...
0: Yeah, um, the- Theopolis was on that little like monitoring station platform that sure. Green and Alar were chilling on at one point, and so comes down and it's actually next to all of you and probably crouches down because he's not super tall in the scheme of things. Probably about 5'10", but uh, half his party is half his height. Do
4: so... we have to share the meme? No. Do we have to share the meme with everybody in this world about how to talk to short people?
0: I mean, it's don't be a dick, right?
4: <laughs> it's about not it's about not squatting down to talk to them.
0: Ah. Well, unfortunately for you, I've established that that's pretty standard practice right. in this world. Mostly because um, you have folks that are as tall as Photios and as short as Grix. Yeah, that's fair. Or maybe this guy doesn't know that. Or maybe he's an asshole. Who can say for sure? <laughs>
4: it's fine, it's fine. Not Neither here nor there. Um, yeah, so I describe, I describe uh, Cog. Uh, you know, he's, uh, he's about this high, and uh, he's got a uh, He's got the uh the, the darker brown uh, fur and uh yeah, he's uh uh yeah. he's got glasses but sometimes he uh, he breaks them and they don't last very long.
0: Do all kobolds have fur? I thought that was kind of a grick special. I mean, like there are other ones with fur, but it's not all of them. So in my mind, kobolds
4: run a spectrum between dog and dragon. Okay and a dog dog rat thing and dragon and grix Kinda is kind of like that
1: creepy dragon from the never ending story like he looks nice and all but
4: yeah t- kind of a little bit like there's there's some cobalt in there There could be a cobalt that's shaped like a luck dragon
2: hmm. hey Wit. yeah what's up do the do the luck dragon but be grix doing the luck dragon I'm a luck dragon, I like children (laughs) Oh my (laughs) That's a bad vibe, man
4: That's why the luck dragon
1: says constantly That's what the
2: fucking luck dragon says all the time Do
1: we now see why I called him creepy? I like children Yeah (laughs) (laughs) Alright Dragon Um, was creepy as hell Because I'm
0: a cruel and capricious god who retcons things that I've only yeah. started in my head, so you have no way to know them. Okay, what's up? Kog is fully on the dragon end of that spectrum. Okay. It has no fur. Got it. I like the glasses, though. Okay.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he's got no fur. And, uh, he's got scales that are green. Dark
0: orange. Dark orange.
4: Yeah, he's got scales that are dark orange. And, uh, glasses that he, uh, he breaks all the time, so he may not be wearing them. And, uh. Oh, yeah. Yeah?
0: When would have gone through here?
4: Uh, sometime in the last 24 to 48 hours, I think.
0: Uh, yeah, um, Saturday, I think. So, two days ago. Uh-oh. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> the maybe wow. is from the GM, not from the character. Because sure. yes. we're currently in the middle of the time vortex that I will eventually fix.
4: <laughs> you know, Ian, you could turn the time vortex into a plot book.
0: I could, it's true. But I need to figure out Exactly be what exactly the instigating factors of the time vortex are, so I don't just make everything worse. Sure. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, um, points down that passageway where that giant conduit goes. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Came asked me some kind of weird questions and went on his way. Oh, uh, what kind of questions? Well, notice I've been doing a lot of readings. Um, asked if I'd messed with any of the dials, which was kind of strange. Uh, yeah. Um, Anything else? Kind of had me walk him through what we were doing, what had changed. Mentioned something about the conduit we were using being high power, which I told him we didn't design it that way. It was just we were repurposing an old pump power cable conduit. But yeah, seemed to think it was weird.
2: Was this before or like after the lockdown?
0: Uh, this was before maybe Time Vortex, notwithstanding. Oh. Um, it was two days ago, because Cog left on Saturday, from what you understand. At least, hasn't been seen by his family since Saturday, so presumably that's when he left. Okay.
4: And the lockdown was Sunday.
0: The lockdown was either Friday night or Saturday night. Again, Time Vortex. Okay, cool, Getting cool, resolved. Cool, cool,
4: cool, cool. <laughs> okay. Alright, Thanks for your help. Uh, if you uh, if you see anything, uh, could, you, uh, could you could you call up to the Department of Investigations?
0: Uh, sure. Who should I contact? It's a big department. Message to Pearl. Okay. Know if the rats know where she is? Oh yeah. All right. I can do that. I take it you're gonna go look for him.
4: Uh, yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: Well, good luck. It gets kind of dicey. Down that way, so.
4: All right, thanks. Just be careful. Will do.
0: Oh, and by the way, uh, he goes back over to the platform, grabs a small sack, and hands it to you. It appears to be about 90% of the marbles you lost. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh
4: They were oh, kind thanks. of a trip
0: hazard, and I had to clean them up anyway, so.
4: Yeah, uh, thanks. Thanks.
0: Alright, uh, anything else I can do for all of you?
2: Aracene is like <laughs> Why Why did Grix lose his marbles?
4: <laughs> Game didn't go well.
2: <laughs> oh no. Yeah, he's better at darts. For which one of you?
4: Anyway, uh, so down this passed away. We gotta get to Cog. He's, he might be hurt.
0: <laughs> okay you can head on can I do your another
2: way. insight check please
0: <laughs> sure yeah throw a d4 on top of that <sighs> okay hold an 11 plus 1 for the d4 plus 2 plus 3 it's
2: 17
0: it's 17 yeah Grix doesn't even have to make another charisma check for this one uh you <laughs> that was really fucking weird you will continue to get a bonus if you witness any more of these interactions, because that <laughs> was fucking <laughs> weird. And uh, Grix is so obviously lying <laughs> about there being a game of marbles that was played, but like you can't make have it time fit to
1: play marbles. You got to draw that circle, and you got to like figure out where all of your good marbles are, and like argue over. And it's steelies. not like
2: wet in here, and I don't see any like marbles circles on the floor. Correct. We're basically Victorian urchins, like, in this city. Like, I know what a fucking <laughs> marble circle looks like.
0: Yeah. You do not see one, but also it's been a few days, so, you know.
2: But, like, it's not wet in this room.
0: People could, like, draw it in chalk and step over it or something. Scuff it sure,
2: up. but then there would be chalk.
0: You're in a pretty big room. I don't know why I'm defending the possibility of of marble story being true.
2: <laughs> I don't know why either. That's a real weird uh, thing you're doing there, buddy.
0: Thank you for backing well, me up, Ian. You're welcome. But, seem <laughs> so, given your nice insight check, or your nice uh, perception check when you go in. You definitely did not notice a marble circle. That's good. Give okay. that one to you for free. <laughs> okay. All right. So you all start heading on down the big old tunnel, it sounds like?
4: Yes. Yep. okay down the big tunnel
0: yeah so the first thing you realize pretty quickly um first off this tunnel is basically lit by the conduit itself it's this conduits at least like like five feet in diameter maybe a little bit bigger it's big and it's just kind of snaking along the ground next to you for certain values of snake <laughs> sure but it is glowing and so it lights the tunnel that you're in, you walk past what you recognize as the passage you came out of when you were um, exiting that twisty area with all of those students. Mm -hmm. And yeah, um, it is uncomfortably warm in here. Okay, Greg, you're aware that these conduits put off some heat, and there's not a ton of air movement, although actually because of the warmth, there is a slight breeze going back the way you came. Sure.
2: Is it fully dark in here now?
0: No, because of the glowing conduit, but otherwise it would be. Oh, okay. The conduit's not very bright, but it's big enough that it's it's giving you basically dim light in the area.
2: As soon as it's full dark, I wanna light the lamp. Okay. I think we're probably gonna be following power junctions for a while, so That's fair. I'm just letting yeah, totally. I'm just I'm just- I want it to be clear that, like, once we (laughs) are in full dark, that is a thing that I want to do. Okay. Unless Wealthy wants to, you know, use the light spell. That's cool, too. No, um, Wealthy's gonna watch you
3: turn it on, and she's gonna silently fume to herself.
0: No.
1: Jesus, kid.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Fucking why?!
1: Wealthy lives in <laughs> because, her heart
2: because she's twenty four years old and she's never
3: been in love before. Oh, oh. God!
1: Aww.
2: Oh my
3: God! <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's 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 thinking to herself. Doesn't think I can do a goddamn cantrip all by myself. Got to turn on a damn light. Ignore <laughs> me,
2: God.
0: <laughs> Who's standing next to Wealthy?
2: I don't want to turn the lamp on until we are in the yeah. dark.
4: This is going to say still, that still hypothetical.
0: I, I'm going to say there's been a couple of points where like, it snaked through some kind of like there's been not quite rock falls but stuff has clearly shifted. It gets dimmer. It gets brighter. You probably want the lamp just because it's kind of like relying on a light bulb around the corner. Like You can definitely see but it's not the best. Got it. Also that scene is very good. <laughs>
2: Sure. Well, then I light the, I light the lamp. So I got three flasks of oil. How long does a flask of oil last me?
0: I think you have to refill the lamp a few times, but that'll be at least a day.
2: Okay. That's good. Okay. I just wanted to make sure that I keep track.
0: Yeah. I'm going to say just mark that you've started your first flask of oil and should be good. And we'll try to measure it out by days. Yeah, so uh, Vaughn's and Grix, Yeah, what are you kind of doing, marching order wise here?
1: Vaughn's kind of has the zoomies. <laughs> he's out of that elevator. He's not really paying attention to formation. I don't know. Maybe he was mixing the funguses a little bit the wrong way or something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it sounds like he's kind of ranging ahead.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. Although, um. I don't know how much attention he's paying. I imagine he's being somewhat safe, but he's not being particularly strategic at the moment. I'd yeah. worry
4: more about him falling behind honestly if he found like something something shiny or gross. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's
1: he's not so great right now at uh at focusing on like the stuff hanging on the walls and stuff like he normally would be. He, mm-hmm. Normally he'd be, like, hyper-fixated on just, like, what is this slime, but uh, mm-hmm. at the moment, yeah. Not so
0: much. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. In that case, uh, Grix, make a wisdom check, and Wealthy, make a charisma check.
4: Oh, lord. Grix uh, got a two for his wisdom check.
3: Yeah, not that, that, that's a four. Uh, plus three is a
1: seven.
0: Alright, everything seems cool. Y'all keep walking.
1: Awesome. <laughs> wait, wait, off of a, off of what rolls? Did I hear a four and a three?
0: Yeah. Four and a seven. That means that Grix failed to detect anything wrong and
1: right. basically wealthy oh, did I not get it. a
0: bonus to prevent that detection. But the base DC was still at a certain point.
1: Uh, right. Right.
0: Yeah. So yep, everything's chill. Y'all keep meandering along.
1: Uh to the listener, that, that is bound to be not true. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or um, something. What?
2: <laughs> is Jaspar okay? How's Jaspar doing?
0: Uh he seems okay. He's he's literally juggling a lot of things at once in that he is trying to keep a book flat open and draw a map on it with a pen. But if you glance over his shoulder, he's actually doing a pretty good job. <laughs> It's a little shaky, because, you know, uneven rock tunnel floor. But
1: uh, but I imagine he's got, like, a decent fountain pen coming from, like, wealth and all that. It's He's not having to, like, frequently dip it into a fresh cephalopod every so right. often.
0: Yeah, this is a nice pen that matches the armor, weirdly enough. Yeah, so he's able to keep up and doesn't seem too freaked out.
2: I'm like, let me know if you need, like, more light over there just to, like, you know any details in or whatever
0: uh okay thanks
2: i mean i don't know like i've never I haven't made a map since school like
1: <laughs> oh yeah no no until you added that <laughs> you, like you, slight you that comment <laughs> yeah until you added that slightly snide comment i, I couldn't tell if you were being like crypto flirty or what
0: I, I assume okay, that Erisine is never I flirting just, with Jasper. I just, I don't think,
2: Adam, that you understand. They're, they're like platonic BFFs. They're not flirting with each other. Erisine okay. is never flirting with him. Never. Okay. You've suggested this several times now, and I just want to be very <laughs> <I>? clear. Yes, <laughs> actually times. you have.
0: Yeah, I think it's also in the, band of it's episodes also, we've been editing. So.
2: It's also in the several episodes that at Ian and I have just been editing. So, like, <laughs> Okay, yes, I'm obviously know, derping, I'm sorry. It's right. okay. I just want you to know like, that's not the relationship that Erisene has with Jasper at all.
0: That said, it would be incredibly entertaining although Vons is not hearing this conversation if Vons constantly operated under that misconception.
2: <laughs> it would be very funny. It's just I think that that's Adam's thought I think Adam thinks that Arisena is flirting with Jasper.
0: Oh, it's very true. I'm suggesting Because that for it's Adam this, to bail out of this and use this power for something else.
1: How do I put this? It's it's much like you can't always tell when Aaron is being sarcastic. <laughs> it's true. But
2: Okay. Not this time. I guess Yeah, no. No. <laughs> Definitely Arisena is not flirting with Actually, legitimately, Ericene is not actually flirting with most people most of the time.
1: The, wait, wait, that does she's not track. She's just like that.
0: No, oh, yeah, it's... I get the impression that's her kind of conversational style and delivery mechanism, but she's not actually flirting.
1: Oh, that's what you mean. Confirmed? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, she always so, just
2: She just sounds like that.
1: <laughs> right, so she's just like saying that to her her bartenders and they're annoyed but dealing with it because they know she's not being genuinely flirty or they know her and they're not annoyed anymore because they get it
2: or they like get that that's just how everyone is who's like a party girl yeah. All the party girls always seem like they're always flirting with everyone because that's what they're supposed to do,
1: right?
0: Aracena is fun and flirty, and definitely way over thirty.
1: Okay, that's good information for uh, oh. for people like myself and probably our listeners who don't spend a hell of a lot of time at the club, as they say.
2: Well, I mean, I don't spend time at the club either. I just have watched people. <laughs>
0: well alright how do you watch you them? all get gold stars and pass for medial feelings and With conversation styles
2: and my ears <laughs> and my brain <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah
0: <laughs> yeah uh, I'm sitting there um, trying to decide if Grix fell down a hole
4: Bonds <laughs> is, uh, is bouncing around and uh, Grix yep. is trying to lead the way or at least keep everyone
0: moving forward okay and Jasper's in the back, and I imagine that Ericene is towards the back, if only so. She can hold up the light, and it gets over everybody, pretty much.
2: Yes, I would say that that's, that's the case, yeah. Jasper's the last one, Erosine's second to last.
0: Which means Wealthy is between Ericene and Greeks. yep. Okay, yeah, so you keep on going for a little bit you do see occasional like side passages and stuff, but all of them are too small for you to get into. just like you know it's oh clearly it's some water ran down this at some point. and there's a couple times where you have to weave your way through some slagmites that are have clearly been like bashed apart for the conduit to go through, but the rest of it is just this horrible spike maze that you have to work your way through very slowly. Okay. But pretty shortly after yeah. that, you get to a slightly wider section with, um, you can just barely see in the light of the lantern that there's tunnels splitting off a couple of different ways. But this big old conduit, um, takes a 90 degree turn and goes down. It goes down into a hole, shockingly enough, that's been cut in the rock. It is a pretty tight fit, but not, it's not like completely flush on all sides or anything either.
4: Wait, so the conduit goes down into the
0: Yeah.
2: Okay. How much how how much space is there actually like around the conduit? Like, is it enough for a kobold to have like fallen down or
0: Yeah, so if you were looking looking at it, you think that Grix is small enough that he could probably and his kobold sized. And he could probably get down it pretty easily. Or rather, he could slide down it pretty easily because of the angles and stuff involved, and the fact that it's a pretty wide conduit. You're not sure he'd actually get back up, yeah. just because like there wouldn't be enough space for him to like stick his elbows and knees out in the way you need to do to kind of push off everything to get back up. So like it would be a squeeze for Griggs, but especially if he didn't have like a backpack on, he could probably slide down the conduit or fit in between. Someone like Vaughn's, who's a little bit bigger. And possibly even wealthy at a stretch would both be in the like, you know, you have to take off like all of your gear and kind of get yourself as compact as possible. And you could also probably slide down, but in the same way that there's those videos of cavers where it's like, oh, here's this tiny hole in the ground that's like barely as wide as my hips. And they go into it where it's like, that's a one-way trip. You can't get back out that way, (laughs) at least not without assistance. Yeah, Wealthy's borderline and Erisena and Jasper just wouldn't fit at all. Yeah.
2: I'm going to be like, I wonder how far down it goes.
4: I toss a pebble down.
0: It clatters between the conduit and the wall and you think it kind of gets stuck. It just sort of seems to stop. Oh, okay. At some point.
4: Yeah, it's probably not too far. But, uh, we should probably find another way down.
2: Gotta be another way. I wanna, like, can I, like, investigate if there's any sign of anyone going down any of these, like, side ways?
1: Yeah, sure. Why don't you
0: roll a wisdom, or trap seizes intelligence for you, right? Yes. Okay, in that case, roll intelligence. This isn't a trap, just... I could see it being that same kind of careful investigation.
2: Sure. I would like to also check for traps if I do find anything at all interesting other than, you know, what I've already seen. Rolled a 10 plus 0 for my intelligence plus 3. So that's 13 and intelligence is a primary attribute.
0: Yeah, Um. so you dig around and it it takes some looking, but you do find kind of low down, um, a chalk mark on the wall with an arrow pointing in a certain direction. That's probably about Grix slash cog height for someone to have written it. It's not a very well marked thing and it looks a little bit worn, or like it's a little bit damp in here. So it's kind of lost a lot of its definition.
2: That's fair. Um, yeah. I'll call Grix over and be like, um, is this the sort of thing that like, uh, you all would like, you know, mark, going somewhere or Uh, do you think Uh, this is where cog went
4: it could be uh engineers uh leave leave marks like this to find our way back that's right ian right
2: oh
0: yep
4: yeah yeah this could be it let's uh let's go take a look
0: and we will pick up there next week primary attribute has been imagined and brought to life by the people you've just heard for more information about the podcast, check out our website, primaryattribute.com. Questions, comments, feedback? Want to just let us know that we got our rule wrong? Don't do that last one, but you can email us at letters at primaryattribute.com. If you'd like to follow us on social media, you can find us at facebook.com primaryattributepod or on Twitter at primeattribute or at primaryattribute.tumblr.com for every one of our memes. Hopefully all dank, but possibly otherwise. Castles and Crusades was published by Trollord Games. Our theme music was composed by Aaron. Our logo was designed by Adam. Editing this week by Ian. That's me. Thank you, me. You're pretty great. We hope you listen again next time to Primary Attribute. Would you like to please grace us with the recap?
2: I would like to thank you, uh, recap with the yes, that, um (laughs)